talked to Zach a little bit, but I hadn't. Uh, we're going to look at some scriptures on. I'm going to have Kim bring them up. We're going to look at these. I just now thought about it. But I'm going to give you some scriptures. And uh, as we look at them, we're going to have an open discussion this morning. How many know what that is? I talk to you all, and you talk to me. Oh, no, this way. I talk with you, and you talk with me. Okay. Oh, I understand that. <laughs> They've lost the voice. And, uh, but anyway, uh, Kim, put up uh, Galatians uh, 5, 19, and we're going to go through 21. Zach, you would read that for us. I appreciate it. She'll put it on the screen. Okay. Here we No, you did not. Okay. You did not. You're good. Galatians 5, 19 to 21. I want her to put it up that way everyone could uh, see exactly what it says. Oh. There we go. Oh. Is a projector off? It's off. No, it's not off. There's something in the computer because if it was off, it would go up the ceiling. If it was the projector, it would project up on the screen, on the ceiling. It's not projecting on the ceiling. It didn't go above. Right. Technology. Yeah, there you go. So is 18 through 21 on there? Part of that no, 18 is what? Oh, no, he wants, he wants 19 through 21. So that's why you need 19, right? 19 to 21, so. <laughs> no, no, that, 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 that's a different thing than debating. Oh, yeah, we avoid that foolish debating. Uh, you'll never win if you're debating with someone uh, of a different religion other than Christianity. You can debate all you want to. And I, I had a little, well, a guy asked me about doing that. I like to sit with you and, and talk with you sometimes. Uh, he's a Jehovah. And I, you know, and I said, he said something else. And I said, no, I said, your attitude right now and my attitude right now, you're not going to change my mind and I'm not going to change yours. So it's just foolishness to even think about it. Okay, you got another? Yeah. 
Therefore, do not be partakers with them. There you go. Uh, yeah, do not be partakers with it. All right. Uh, somebody just tell me anything in there that jumps out at you uh, <coughs> that uh, in times past you might have done. You don't have to say the word. I'm just saying, is there anything up there you see that in times past you might have been active in? Every one of us are guilty. I'm going to say that. Don't sit there and, oh, not me. Why, right. Yeah, we don't. I was going to say, what's that list for me? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, if, if you get to it, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm the high schooler. I'm the most. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can find it again. I, uh, 
Okay. Uh, Who's talking? And uh, course jesting. You were thinking traction. <laughs> What's course jesting? Great jokes. <laughs> jokes. Yeah. Kind of course. Yeah. Great jokes. Yeah. And and the Lord says there's some things we wouldn't do, but we'll take pleasure in them. Uh, we watch people. Uh, there's things that. Uh, some people wouldn't do at all. Wouldn't even think about it. But they take pleasure in those who do them things. There's some that would not say or tell a nasty joke. Wouldn't say it. But when somebody else says it at a restaurant, coffee table, whatever, <coughs> laugh at it. So in a sense, the Lord says you've taken pleasure in uncleanliness. Something that's not proper. Okay, uh, let's go again. Okay, First um, Corinthians six nine through eleven. Most of y'all gonna know this one when we get to this. Christ your Savior? Okay. If you see something in there, I don't need to know what, but if you see something in there that in time past that you might have done, raise your hand. No, we're all guilty. Okay, verse 11, what's that say to you? Verse 11, and since we're some of you, now, who wrote this? Who, who penned it? Who, who, who inspired Christ? Holy Spirit. So, so when Paul says, so we're some some of you, so such or some of you, he could have said, and I also. Because we know his life. God recorded his life as a non-believer in the word of God. Before he became Paul, he was Saul. And he was a murderer of Christians. So, but, 
and such were some of you, but what? You were what? What happened first? There you go. You got to be washed before you can you can be sanctified. You got to be washed, but you were what? And what? In the name of Lord Jesus. And what? Okay. How did you know Christ is your Savior? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit drew you to Christ. Now, if you're in here and you don't have Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit has spoke to you before. And you can reject. I had a question asked me. I'll talk to you all about this one. I think I talked with you about it. I had a question asked me about those who go into the tribulation period. Jesus Christ comes, takes us out of here, and go into the tribulation period, and she said about them coming to know Christ, because it says in there, many will come out of great tribulation knowing Christ as their Savior. She asked that. I said, there are scriptures in there that prove that God will, if you ever heard about Jesus Christ as your Lord, a, a good news gospel of Jesus Christ, if you've ever heard that, and rejected it, and Jesus comes, you go into the great tribulation period, he says he'll send a delusion, you'll believe a lie. In other words, you'll believe the lie of the Antichrist. So these, these I've had people tell me, well, uh, I'll believe it when it happens, when I talk to them, and I know Zach's done the same thing. He talked to people about Jesus Christ. They refused to receive Christ as their Savior at that time. Jesus comes. They live on into the great tribulation. And the Antichrist comes on the scene. And the Antichrist comes with all this stuff that he's going to do for the world. And then all of a sudden you've got to pay a, a, allegiance to him. And that's when I, some say, well, I won't do that. I won't do that. I won't. Yes, you will. Because God said he will send a great delusion. Since you heard about Jesus Christ, you rejected my son. I will send a great delusion to you, and you will receive the mark of the beast. It's serious. What's coming on and what's going on right now, the Lord said in the last days be perilous times, and it is perilous right now. They're getting ready to shut everything down again. It, it's coming. And I've got a, a little DVD we're going to play here in just a second. And, uh, but I wanted to bring these up before I play this DVD. I want you all to listen to this. It's a, a, a pastor. And, oh, Kim, go ahead and bring these up before we go to that. I might not get to what I was talking about. Zach and I, may, we may not get to Zach. <laughs> so, okay, bring up Joel chapter 2. Mm, verse 28, I believe it is. Most everybody in, in here, if you've been in the Bible very much, uh, you should know these two scriptures that we're looking at. Do you at. want me to bring up just all of book two? Well, you can bring it all. We're just going to look at the one first. It, it, bring up whatever you want to, just Job. As long as we get to uh, uh, verse 28. Uh, Job 2 only has 13. Hold on, Job. J-O-A-L-E-L. Oh, Joel. I thought you Joel. said Joel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't say job. You know how you know when somebody's a new Christian? When they, yeah. 
found. <laughs> okay, Zach, reader. Shall what? And the young man what? See vision. Okay. Now go to Acts uh, two, verse seventeen. We're going to tie all this together. And I would encourage everyone in here, if you have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, seek it. Let me get one and two up there so you can actually because see we're it. we're heading into time that you're going to need the power of the Holy Spirit to be with you in a powerful way. Kim, I think I can read it. Did you say seven? Two seven? Uh, Seventeen. What? Two seventeen. Two seventeen. Oh, two seventeen. I apologize. Yeah. Two Chapter 2, verse 17. I think that's it. If I, no. if I remember right, the book of Acts, if you study the book of Acts, uh, it, it, it emphasizes in five places in there, the book of Acts, about the Holy Spirit. I believe it's five places. Talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that's when the Lord gives you the gift of tongues. I listen to different pastors on teachers on the, on the radio. And they say that ceased with the apostles. Well, if that's the case, then uh, uh, in the list there's about tongues ceasing, uh, knowledge shall cease. Has knowledge ceased? No. So that means tongues hasn't ceased either. When knowledge is, and tongues will cease, it's when we go to be with Jesus Christ. Won't need the knowledge, won't need the, the tongues in heaven. Won't need them. We'll have the knowledge of Christ. Okay. Got it, Jeff? Okay, go ahead. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Okay. The first one was in what? The Old Covenant. Old Testament. This one here is in the New Testament. New Covenant. God repeated it. In the Old Testament, he talked to, uh, that in Israel call upon the name of the Lord. If you go to 18, if you can't, go ahead and put 18 up there. And I want to see, I want you to see what he says in 18 in the New Covenant, New Testament covenant. Can you get 18 up there? There you go. And on my men's servants and my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. Okay. 
So it's just not that one verse. He adds to it in the new covenant. Now, can you get 19? I'm oh, working today. Hey, Pastor Wayne. We gotta keep going. Oh, all right. Let's okay. Yeah, go ahead, Zach. No, 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 free. Feel free. So when we're looking at this, guys, what are we seeing here? So we're seeing the Spirit of God poured out on all flesh, right? Right. What is the Spirit of God? Let's talk about that for a minute. Why is it important that it gets poured out? Why, why did Jesus tell his disciples, you know, wait here until you're endued with power from the Holy Spirit? Why did he tell them? What did he tell them? Until you were endued with power. So what is the Holy Spirit then in a Christian's life? Endued with power. Okay. Don't worry, this isn't a trick question. That will no, be a quiz at the end of the season. We won't, I won't say we won't do a trick question. He might, he might do a trick question. I'll be nice today. We'll do the good, we'll do the good pastor bad thing. <laughs> bad so, cop, good cop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So why, well, think about that for a minute. So it's power, right? I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. I will pour out my power on all flesh. Is it interesting at all that he said my men servants and my maid servants? So men and women. This kind of goes in back to people that say women don't have a place in, you know, in running churches. Considering one of the strongest, uh, two of the strongest influences in my life, uh, spiritually, are both females. I have that. So um, the notes in here says um, in the past slaves and women. So. Yeah. See, Judy accepted Christ under Sister Papro's teaching. Two weeks later, I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and a week later, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit under Sister Papro's teaching. Now, I never looked at a woman as unable to do be a, a pastor. I know what they use. I know the verses they use. I know the scriptures they use. But Lord always has a if and when will. So we always got to look at exactly what Zach is saying. The power. He will pour out his spirit upon all flesh for power to endure us with power. What? You're going to need this power coming. You're going to need the power because things are coming. And uh, we showed this video here Sunday, uh, uh, Wednesday evening. And we're going to look at it. Did you look at it, Zach? Yes, I did. I yes. watched it last night, sorry. Okay. I was like, I'm shooting it Sunday tomorrow. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to show it. Uh, all right? And now it starts there. In the last days, this is what's going to happen. Then this is talking about what? Period. The, the, the verse right there, the last verse, 19. And I will show what? Wonders in heaven and above and what? In the earth beneath. That's the tribulation period. Just before the tribulation hits, this things are going to happen. And it's happening. Okay, you understand? Now, I'm going to go back and I'm going to kick this uh, DVD in. I filmed it off of my 
phone. So it's not the best quality because I've got Judith watching TV in the other room. I didn't shut the door, and so there's a back noise and stuff. But I think you'll get the gist of it. And then we're going to talk. We're going to have another discussion after this here. And Wayne, if you want, I could, since we have that church Facebook page, I could put, for anybody that wants to see the later, the original, I could put it there too. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. The, the original is a little better to watch my name. Huh? Bruce, you got a second yeah. Catholic free? Yeah, she's good. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's just sitting there waiting. I love if you can go down and look. If you leave it open, it automatically shuts after so long it takes place. Popping it out. Yeah. It, like after 10 minutes or something, it automatically shuts. Okay. What body am I?
That's fine. He always said a couple times, if it doesn't happen, call me on it. But we're not, you know, but the Lord has sent prophets in the Old Testament, warned people, Israel, and uh, he, he sent prophets for that reason, mm -hmm. to warn. This guy, I believe the reason he had these dreams was he was doing a uh, teaching uh, process on visions and dreams in his church. And as he was preaching these uh, there, that, and what got my attention was he had the dream in December before anything happened in March. So he saw and he told his men in the parish, this group there in the church, this is what he saw in his dreams. And uh, the way I understood, he doesn't share his dreams a lot with other people because we all have dreams. Sometimes good, sometimes not good. Well, we all question our dreams. Yeah, yeah. But I just, uh, but anyway, I just wanted you to understand that the Lord said in the last days, he qualifies as the old man. When you think, yeah, yeah, because it said old men shall dream dreams. And uh, but anyway, I, I want to bring that up. And, and as we look through the scriptures and stuff, be praying for this nation. We are commanded to pray for our leaders. And I, I'll just be honest with you: the church in America today are not praying for people. Well, you have to ask Kim, she's showing, I can, Kim, what day does that thing start? It's what California's doing, you can't sing in church. Can't sing in church. Yeah, oh yeah. You can't, you well, can't down here, they can't hear either. UCC Church hasn't sang in church. Really? They oh yeah, no, they, they listen to the music, but they're not allowed to sing because they say you spit more when you sing. But they go to Walmart and be in a line of 20, 30 people. I mean, seriously. See, but what, you know, when he said, Pray like you never prayed before. We uh, we have a prayer meeting every Thursday night. We have for almost four years of all the churches in town. And the only churches that really involved in it, uh, as far as the ministers, is uh, me and Pastor Bob. Pastor Ken used to, but he's up in Fayette now. But we've, we've done it for almost four years. Praying for revival, praying for this nation, praying for protection for our police and, and all those on the front line that we call front line. We've, we've done it for almost four years. We've been praying for revival in our church. And we know that God uses things to bring revival. And many people don't care about praying until something serious happens. Now Martha, last night when she called me, I got up her as soon as I could. And I prayed with her. And she was asking and praying for Jesus. Probably Martha probably hadn't prayed for a long time. But in that emergency type setting, she was praying. The Lord's going to use this, and you watch the people start praying. There's probably more prayer since this virus has came out than people have prayed in a long time. When I was a little girl, Remember I watched that video the other day, Millie and I were talking. And when I was a little girl, probably, I'd say I was probably about 10 years old, I had this dream about 
a truck coming past our house where we live now, because that's the house I grew up in. And soldiers got out of this vehicle pulling a trailer. And the trailer, the sides of the trailer was about like this, and you could just see people's heads above the sides. And they took my mom. And my mom, at that time, because that she had on a women's red leisure suit, you know, yep. and slacks and matching shoes, and I can remember them taking her, her getting up on that, and she kept waving at me, and I'm standing at the front door of our house. I have no idea, yeah. you know, but that was a dream that I had as a child, yeah. and they were loading people into a trailer, certain people. Yeah, well, uh, there's a couple of things. Okay, you understand what he's talking about, the bank, roots of the bank, and money. Superinflation is what he's talking about. And uh, I don't know, if any of y'all ever been around a country where superinflation hits, well, when I was in the military, I was. And one country, uh, I wasn't in the country itself, but it took a day's wages to buy something to eat. Right now, 80, probably the majority of the world today is starving to death as far as food. We are not. We're, we're not in that area as far as America. Count your blessings. And as far as the ammunition stuff, most of us rednecks have all that. We don't. Got pounds, pounds, <laughs> you know, guns and weapons and stuff. But not for fear, but I do encourage you to seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit for the power to be a witness for God. Because you're gonna need power. And you, you, God said he will not be mocked. Now he can stop this thing in an instant. But I believe he's gonna do what the word says. Satan meant it for evil, and God's gonna turn it to good. There's more people interested in becoming Christians today than there was at the first year. The sad part about it is, that turn to Revelations chapter 3 and start with verse 19, I believe. And this is, uh, we're going to read where the church is, the American church is today. The last church spoken to by Jesus Christ in Revelation. Seven churches, the apostate church, and start with the church. Do you need it up, Zach? Is it 19? 14. 14? Okay. There you go. Oh, well, okay. okay. Now, <laughs> I want you to. Yeah, yeah. It talks about being lukewarm. And Zach's going to read, I'm going to interrupt. I'll be honest, right in front. We, we're, we are heading into a time period, I believe. And I've seen it coming myself. Apostate church is turning from what you once believed. Latter days is what God said would happen. The falling away is also people leaving the church. 25% of the people who used to go to a Bible-believing living church have dropped out. Now these false teachers are growing like crazy. I know people get upset with me when I say certain things about certain pastors. But if you understand God's word, you can look at that and see what's happening in some of these churches 
for they do not but please the people. They shall heap to themselves, teachers, because they have itching ears, and the teachers tell them what they want to hear. And we have multitudes of this. One of the largest churches in America does that. Okay, so as we read here, think about where we're at as a church. How many churches have no evening services now? I know people, there's people that can't make an evening service. I know that. And, and I understand that. God understands that. But churches today are shutting down evening services because nobody comes. Church in Blueville is going down to an hour and 15 minute service Sunday mornings only. They had evening services. Nobody was coming. Even the older people who were coming quit coming. So this is happening worldwide. How many churches in our area do, do not have evening services? The First Baptist and us is the only one in the Bible Baptist. The only one has it. All the others, Sunday morning. Many don't even have Sunday school because of the lack of interest of, of Sunday school. So they quit having it. We're going to look at scriptures here, and this is where Jesus would put the church of America today. All right, go ahead. Sorry. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things that says the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish that you were cold or hot. So then, because you're the warm, neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing. Okay, the American church. The American church is wealthy. Most most churches uh, in the larger cities are very wealthy. Lots of money. But they're lukewarm. Cold or hot doesn't mean, as we many have said, you're hot on fire for the Lord. Cold and hot, I believe in this context is on a on a hot day, a cold drink is refreshing. Right? On a hot day, cold drink's refreshing. On a cold day, a warm drink is or a hot drink is refreshing. The Lord says, be refreshing to me, not lukewarm. And we've been praying for four years for a revival to start in our churches. We started out with 40-some people at the first prayer meeting. Kept dropping and dropping and dropping. Our last prayer meeting, we are lucky if we have eight people coming out of five churches. Uh, well, four churches. Well, yeah, four churches. Because one closed the doors. Why did they close the doors? People coming. And false teaching. I'll just be honest with you. False teaching. What church? Christian church. church. Oh. The pastor there, he, he came against a certain person on TV. They didn't like it. And there were things happening there in the church by elders of the church. It was unbiblical. The people took the path at the side of the people and not the pastor's side. They kicked him out. So the Lord said, enough's enough. Kick the box. Broke across the door of the church basement. And that's why the church is not there now. God's not going to be mocked. You've got to understand, God's not going to be mocked. You can be lukewarm if you want to be lukewarm. And he'll spew out of his mouth. You make him sick is what he's saying. 
you make me sick. But see, the promises behind that is for us, if you're willing to change your life. I'll be honest with you. On, on, as far as an average of people, the number of people, we have a better average of attendance on Sunday evening and Wednesday evening than many large churches. My cousin was going to a church. I think they had 600 some people at that time. They're big now. They got <laughs> big church now. They spent $3 million some dollars just a few months ago or in the last year and a half on their church building. But they had 600 some people at the beginning of this and on, on a Sunday night they had 20 people. You know, Wayne, not to interrupt you, we talk about the Christian church up to about three or four years before it closed when we become a church here, you'd have to drive almost down to center because there was no parking. They'd That's be right. They'd be yeah. parked on each they side of the road. Yeah. And they'd have like yeah. half of the cases. But they kicked out. the pastor out, basically. Yeah, but I mean, they, 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 had, they had a very big congregation. I know I sound hard, but I believe we're, in some, we're in some hard times right now. You're either going to yeah. get serious about the Lord and His work, or you're going to be cold or lukewarm, you might say, and cold towards His work. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, and I know because I'm around people, the internet has started to spoil Christians. How many can read through the Bible in six months if you read God's Word as much as you do on Facebook or on the internet or watching things on, on, on the phone and on the tablet? How many spent maybe an hour or two last night watching something on the internet, Facebook? They got all kinds of stuff. Stop and think about it. If you spend one tenth of the time reading God's word, studying his word, as you do on this stuff, you can read the Bible fast. In a short amount of time, basically. One tenth. Jesus is very serious now. He, he's not, God won't be mocked. You either serving Jesus Christ or you look warm. That's what I'm saying. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. How many does that? I can remember Wednesday night prayer meeting in the old church in Franklin before all this stuff. They had three channels on TV. That church was packed. But it didn't have stuff. Now we got stuff. The Lord said we're not in the world. We're in the world, not of the world. The things of the world Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. That's the sin. I'm, I know I sound hard, and some will probably get mad at me. You may not even come back. But I'm going to stand here and tell you the truth. I'll stand before God someday and give him account for what I have said to you all. And I'm encouraging you. Be serious with God. Be serious with God. You've got turmoils going on in your life. The answer is Jesus Christ and Him crucified.
you love the world more than you do the Lord, you're going to have a lot of problems. So you got to be serious. You think, well, I've got time. Jack made it. I'm sure when Jack walked out of his door, he had no thinking that he's going to be all, laying down on the ground on the sidewalk dead. And life is like a vapor. You're here a little while and you're gone. And that gone could be any time. Jesus Christ, if he comes today, and all those who don't have Christ as their Savior are you lukewarm, you're going to be left behind. Others are going out. I know, I, I know it sounds hard, but it's a warning. Don't be lukewarm. Be serious with God. You don't want to hear because you want to come. I know that. You may not want to come now. Brace yourself for what's coming. We've been praying that he's wrong in that dream. Been praying. All right, go ahead and Kim, uh, go ahead and put up some more. How far did you read? Oh, he yeah, he didn't finish. Okay, go ahead and finish, and then we'll go on. Okay, so we were on seven, part one of seventeen. Yeah. Part two, and do not know that you are. Wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I could counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich, and white garments that you may be clothed. That's spiritual. Okay. That the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. Okay, that's the spiritual side. Okay, go ahead. As many as I love, I rebuke and chase, and therefore be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him, and he with me. Okay, there you go. Because Jesus loves us, he will rebuke us. And I bring these scriptures on. We, we didn't get to where I wanted to go. But the Lord took a different path today. But be serious. Things can happen. The United States is rich, very powerful. That can change. Right now, things have changed some. But the United States of America, one third of the air, fighting air force, the airplanes could not fly because parts from China were being withheld. Think about it. Go out here today, enjoy your day, but trust the Lord in whatever goes on. I'm not saying this is scary. I'm, I'm like he said, uh, kind of be prepared. I'm not going. I'm, I'm not telling you to go out and hoard all the food you can find. Because if Jesus comes, you won't need it. But just be prepared spiritually, not not so much physically. You know. The Lord said he'll meet your needs. According to his riches, not, not the United States, not the government. They give another stimulus package. Superinflation's going to hit. It's going to happen. I've been, in, I've been around the country that it happened. The government tried to provide everything for the people. And basically, the people got lazy. Didn't want to work. They wanted the government to take care of everything they needed. And the government went under. Superinflation went up. If they give another twelve hundred, be like getting four to five. Yeah. 
The Lord said in the last days, it'd take a day's wages to buy a loaf of bread. Uh, it can happen to America if we prepare. Cindy? Yeah, I just want to remind that, like you said, you know, it's happening in the, in the Bible. Well, in Joseph's time, God spoke to Pharaoh. Yeah. Remember? He spoke to Pharaoh all his dreams. He's yeah. been dreaming that it's because there's a famine coming in. Yeah. And that's why when Joseph interpreted that one, yeah. yes, there's then they were prepared because God warned the Pharaoh this yeah. is going to happen for seven years. Seven yeah. years plenty and seven yeah. years uh, famine. Famine first, and then, uh, plenty first, and then famine. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, right now we're, we meet here at this church and we meet at the First Baptist Church for a prayer meeting. Because the Methodist church, we used to go there because of the virus. They really didn't want us having prayer meeting in that church because of the virus. But like I said, the same people who will not come to the church because of the virus will go to Walmart, to Arslan's, to Target, to wherever. And now the restaurants are opening up. But afraid of church. Y'all not, or you're here. You're here because you're not afraid. And the Lord didn't give us the spirit of fear as Dana says. Correcting me on my assignment that time. You'll never let that one down. I know it. I'll never, I'll never let her let it down for reminding me. She's my, she's my Bible scholar. You know? So if you got a question, didn't say you were the Bible scholar. Yeah. No, because Zach and I were both lost in that. One. Behind every man. By, behind every successful man is a, a good woman. And behind every failure of a man is a bad Okay, we're going to close. Got a question? Better woman. As far as schools, we had to be holding the games. We kept getting added on, I don't know. Yeah. We recently got an email from our superintendent, and she said it won't be a matter of if, it's going to be a matter of when. Yeah. Yeah. Brad's the same way. Yeah. Melanie had to sign a contract, my daughter on, but no time for school start. Uh, Brad's the same way. Uh, I don't know if he even renewed his contract because things down there. Yeah. Satan, Satan right now can hate us. He loves when churches are shut out, he loves when people are afraid to go to church. Y'all aren't, aren't afraid here, you know? And uh, and I believe my son's right. Eventually, everyone's going to have a form of that virus. Eventually. Yes. And the more testing you do, the more you're going to find. I just we talk, haven't already had it. Yeah. I talked to a man the other day. Their, their packing plant has about 4,000 employees. They test, start testing. They tested 1,000 some. Then several of them had the virus. They're getting ready to shut the plant down. The owners of the plant said, just quit testing. Because nobody was sick. They weren't sick, they were just showing positive. Well, there was a there was a story going around on Facebook that people were being tested. They had no symptoms, but they were being tested. Yeah. And they're carried out. The swabs yeah. were positive. Yeah. Well, now, if you, like Sue and, and uh, my son Kevin and different ones, who have, and, and Bessie, age-wise and stuff, sure, you take precautions. 
take precaution. You need to do that. We're also saying if you have recently had a cold and it tests you, you're going to test positive positive. because yeah. the cold yeah. comes from the same strain of the coronavirus. Yeah. But see, Satan is using this right now. Anybody be a fool to think that Satan's not happy and using this? Churches shut down. Uh, and at the, at the bank, her church has never started back again. Uh, they're getting ready to start, shut down again. It's coming. Uh, restrictions on churches are more severe than, you know, if they're going to restrict churches, restrict everybody as a whole. Wayne, well, you know, it's a stupid question, but talking about banks restricting stuff, they about $110 in coins they rolled up, took them out of your bank, they wouldn't take them. Because they might be contaminated. They wouldn't take rolled up coins, but it says there's a shortage. I'm like, can't you take them and like quarantine them for 48 hours or sanitize them or something? I don't know. It's it's just, you know they said we won't. Yeah. As soon as community would take them. Seriously. But see, what I'm what I'm saying, be careful. <laughs> I'm not I'm not against anything the government's saying until it comes against the church. The Lord says in Hebrews 10:25, forsake not the assembling together as the manner of some is, and there's a lot of the manner of some is, as you see the day approaching. Don't forsake the assembling together. Well, here the government comes in and says you can't assemble. They never said nothing about the protesters. They were atlas. They were wall to wall people, pack packed, many without masks or anything. They didn't say anything about the protesters spreading the virus. They didn't say anything about that. But everybody else has done something. They said, we're the ones. So just, just be careful, be cautious, and uh, just let the Lord lead you and guide you. If you feel it or coming, I understand. But if you're afraid, some pastors, I'm going to walk on a minute. Some pastors are afraid that they'll get sued if somebody catches the virus and they think they got it at church. Somebody said something to me. I said, I'll tell you what. If they only come to church and go home, 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 and come to church and go home, and nowhere else, and have no contact with anyone else, I'd say they got the virus at church. But as long as they're running around all over the country, doing whatever else, getting gas, or whatever else, they say you catch it off the nozzle or whatever, then they, they can't hold in court suit against me. Can't happen. And I don't know of anybody. I, I don't know of anybody that's not going and having contact with somebody other than church. Okay, Zach, do you have something to say? I've been on my soapbox this time. Oh, we better quit for too long. Though. I just want to leave everybody with a thought. This is something I heard a lot growing up. And I want you guys to think about this. And I want to read this right before we finish out. Right when all this started going on, and of course, you know, I work for a construction company. We're pretty laid back is how all this goes. And we, we took precautions, but you know, we're pretty laid back here. But the Lord had me put the stuff in my office big enough where somebody could walk by and read it. And I want you guys to read it. And in light of all of this, put a butt at the end of everything we just talked about when it comes to all the bad going on. Yeah. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I trust. Surely, He will deliver, shall deliver me 
from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. Yes. He shall cover me with his feathers, and under his wings I will take refuge. His truth shall be a shield and a buckler. We shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, yes. nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side, and ten thousand at our right hand, but it will not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked. Because we have made the Lord, who is our refuge, even the Most High, our dwelling place, no evil shall befall us, nor any plague come near our dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over us, to keep us in all our ways. They shall bear us up in their hands, lest we dash our foot against the stone. We shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent we shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, and I believe this is, uh, you know, this changes a little bit who's talking, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. And of course, the my name is this is God's talking here. Yeah. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will deliver him and honor him. I will be with him in time of trouble. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Yeah. Regardless of yes. COVID, yeah. US, anything else, yeah. we do well. This is your place. Yeah. If you have prayer requests, we're going to go ahead and close with Judy because they might be outside now. <laughs> well, Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for the wisdom that you give us. We thank you for uh, your word says, surely mercy uh, and grace will follow us all days of our life. Father, we thank you for the comfort and peace we have. I thank you, Lord, that you didn't give us the spirit of fear, but a power, sound mind, love, and power, sound mind. Lord, that, I thank you for that. So everyone that's in here today, Lord, I ask you to bless them beyond what they can imagine or even think. Your word says you will. So, Father, as we leave here today, be glorified in our lives. May we be the rock, the solid rock, through you, Jesus Christ, and what you did on the cross for us, that we can be the rock that people come to to hear the good news. Help us, Lord, to spread the good news as we walk our life, many people are afraid today, so fearful. But Lord, we can give them the answer, and that's you, Jesus Christ, and being crucified. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here today with us. And Lord, be pleased in our life as we leave. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.